what what was it like like hooking up with a bunch of guys Welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 39. I'm Ty Miller. Tonight I'm joined by Dynasty Frank and Scott Fish. What's up, fellas? What's going going on, on, man? Frank, are you going to answer Matt's question or what? (laughs) Frank's holding two thumbs up. That's awesome. How are you doing this week? This time I am not as salty as I was last last week. I'm sober. (laughs) (laughs) Sobered up a a little notch here. I sobered up. Josh Toxin, so what? He's in a walking boot. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he'll Don't be fine. It's, it's is, only is that what it took you to sober up? I heard, I heard part of you know, I, I have to listen to the uh, the la- the podcast you did the other night in shifts, and uh, <laughs> I noticed you were sober on that one too. You talking about Rotomon with Pete? Yeah, yeah, Pete yeah. I was yeah. sober. Yep, I did. I did a full shift today. Uh, listening to the, uh, you know, half of it, and I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull it all nighter tonight. Try to finish the rest. <laughs> it's a three-part series. <laughs> it is. No, well, but I, I like that. I like that show. It's a good show. People should listen to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Rotobahn. Rotobahn. Yep. B a h n. So something we've, you know, we always ask on Twitter is for Twitter questions, and uh, for like the past three or four episodes, we never get to the Twitter questions. <laughs> we never get to that. <laughs> yeah. So tonight, it's all Twitter questions. All right, so the first one is uh, they were asking, how did we come up with the name The Bull Rush? This is the, the best story in the world, <laughs> maybe the most boring story in the world. Uh, we were just trying to think of names, and uh, one day I came up with a list of a bunch of them, and our first choice we actually found was another podcast, and then Ty and Frank liked The Bull Rush off of that list, and I, di- I didn't love it right away. Way, but uh, I grew to love it, <laughs> and we, we we just chose it from that 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 list. That, that's it. That's that's it. All right. So the next question is: Will Tyler Boyd become the Bengals' wide receiver one in 2016, or will we have to wait until 2017? This is brought to you by Nathan Powell, of course. Tyler Boyd becoming <laughs> a wide receiver one uh, for a team. I, I mean. Is he going? Maybe if he goes back to college for a year, he could be a wide receiver one on a team. Whoa! Whoa! Just, just kidding, Nathan. Nathan. Just kidding. That's yeah, no, no. There is a legit chance. Uh, AJ Green is getting older. He could get injured before next season, and uh, it's possible, I guess. Okay. But the only way that you got Tyler Boyd being a wide receiver one is if AJ Green gets injured. That's it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he's do you not see him? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> oh. All right, exactly. Are you going to counter Dynasty Tradecast's offer of Nathan Powell for Dynasty Frank? And the answer is absolutely not. That's not. We're not even sending a comment with that rejection. <laughs> That's a mailman offer. 
That's a mailman <laughs> offer. We're, <laughs> we're not even going to reject it. We're just going to let it sit there for a week and let it expire. <laughs> let it rot. <laughs> In fact, that's kind of what we did. <laughs> exactly what we you trying uh, to say I'm rotting away here? Uh, I don't no, get that. No, no, you're fine. Never mind. No, Nathan, what I'm, what I'm <laughs> I know I'm is, only fine. I don't even know what we would. I don't know what we have on our show to offer. Like I wouldn't even give a shot of Frank's bourbon. I don't know what we would offer in counter. And and if we're if we're gonna trade Frank, I mean they don't have enough on their team. They they have they don't have the right assets to trade for Frank. He's too valuable <laughs> to our uh, to our organization over here. Yeah, a bunch of Stedman Baileys over there. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, really, we love that show. Yeah, right. we love them. We love. Would you it's rather, all in love. Would you rather fight twenty duck-sized? I read this almost as dick-sized Nathan Powell's or one normal? So normal. So normal. So normal Nathan. About twenty normal Nathan Powell's right. dick-sized Nathan Powell's yeah. or one normal-sized Nathan Powell after he went to Taco Bell. Wow. Well, I think I could take either. What's the deal I with the taco 20... bell? Is he gonna like if I hit him too hard? Is he gonna explode out of one orifice? Yeah, he's basically a bean two? burrito. Well, then I think I want to kick around the duck size ones. It might be kind of fun. <laughs> That's what I'm like, saying. You get almost like a video game times. Yeah, you get twenty times to kick around Nathan Powell's. <laughs> twenty does Nathan he... Powell's to kick around. That's Can great. I ask this? Is it just Nathan Powell duck sized, or does he also have like? Is he like Nathan Powell but with like duck feet? too. Like Howard the Duck, only Nathan Powell version, and Tiny. Well, guess s- what I'll be photoshopping later. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to oh, be a how Nathan the Duck. Alright, so should Paxton Lynch have been drafted in the SFB? I say, no way, by the way, and that is at BTXJ. Oh, Brian Johnson. He's uh works for KFAN here in Minnesota. And writes for League Safe Post. Oh, okay. uh, Paxton Lynch was drafted in several drafts. Should he have been? Probably not. I think that Lynch is going to pretty much have a redshirt year from the way it sounds. Yeah. Okay. So, hmm. your favorite player to own, and they want each of us to answer. This is at J Go Forth. Favorite player to own or draft right now. Who is your guy and why? Wow. <laughs> Josh Doxson because he's GOAT. And that's it. <laughs> Gosh. All right, so that's my favorite rookie. Well, okay. it depends, I suppose, if it's if it's best ball. In best ball leagues, I'm I'm kind of finding it fun just to draft Josh Gordon, because it feels a lot less risky. Yeah. <laughs> just just to throw him on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, in a league where I actually have to start someone, I'm kind of finding a little bit of fun in drafting Tom Brady, just because. I want him to go on that Gronk U-Tour type of thing. And <laughs> I, I never have Patriots. It's just something I really have. So maybe maybe Brady or Gronk. It's just I never own Patriots. They always seem to go to a Patriots fan before I can get them. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess I would just say Jamal Charles, but I'm not going to take the easy answer. I'm going to say Vincent Jackson uh, because he's a pretty good discount right now. Like 10th round, 11th round in MFL 10s. He's still the wide receiver two in Tampa. And I I mean, I think you're looking at 120 targets, maybe a bump more than that. So, yeah, that's why I like him. Well, I'm going to take Lamar Miller. If we're being serious, I'm going to take Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller, okay. Like I said, I think he's going to be the run back one. And, uh, uh, I want him on my team. So, yeah, that's my my guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be a stud this year. 
Okay, so who will win the NHL Central Division for the 2016-2017 season? Scott's Minnesota Wild or my St. Louis Blues or Derek, which is at the Rockpile FF, his Winnipeg Jets. What do you think, Scott? I do not follow hockey at all <laughs> until the playoffs, both high school and pros. Uh, I love Minnesota high school hockey um, in, in the point it, once it hits the state tournament. But uh, so I looked it up real quick. <laughs> Stanley Cup odds, and I know this isn't the division, but uh, Blues plus five fifty, Wild plus ten thousand, Winnipeg plus a hundred thousand. So based on that, I'm gonna guess the Blues are slightly better <laughs> than, the, than the Wild and the Jets. As an outsider, who's who's your pick? It's got to be the Blues. Okay, yeah, me too. It has to be. Let's go Blues. All right, so who is sexier, Alan Robinson or Tom Brady? like we're answering these serious almost. <laughs> but now we're asking who is sexier, Alan Robinson or Tom Brady. Oh, I expect a serious answer right here. Well, yeah, well, Josh Doxon? if you say Tom Brady, you're a racist, and if you say Alan Robinson, <laughs> you're... <laughs> it's true. It's true, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so now, then Tom Brady, obviously. Now we're, now we're back. <laughs> Sexier on a team would be Allen Robinson. Having yeah. Allen Robinson on your team, you you have a much sexier team. Is that what they're asking? I think oh, so. Why did I go to physical appearance right away? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Allen Robinson, clearly. Alan Robinson. <laughs> Much rather have Alan Robinson on a team. Uh, well, I was going with appearance also. I was going to say Tom Brady. So. I, th- I thought it well, was an appearance, appearance question is... too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an appearance question. I'm just trying to save the show here. Um. <laughs> 16 team keeper league. I have the first overall pick. Most of the top talent will be kept. Would you do Jamal Charles or Zeke Elliott? Frank? Oh, is that by Geo Reed Jr.? Yeah. Um, 16-team <sighs> keeper league. you got to go Zeke. I, I don't even think it's a question, honestly. Yeah. I, I think maybe Ty might lean Charles. Yeah, but say, not a question, it, right. It's obviously <laughs> Charles. It's a, it's a keeper league, man. I, Zeke yeah. becomes a possible keeper. Yeah, you got to go Zeke. Unless okay. it's a league where you can't keep the first-round pick. Okay, so if it's keeper, it's Zeke. God damn it. All right. Which we, need, we need more questions, people, that that make Ty go against Jamal Charles. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, it's fun just watching his face doing it. Actually, <laughs> when he has to admit that Jamal Charles is not the right Don't, answer, that, he's just angry. I know. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> get salty. <laughs> All right. This is from uh, at Waz NFL. Which would be more detrimental to the Bullrush podcast? Me losing my voice, or Dynasty Frank losing his hair, or and I wanted to add Scott growing his hair. That would be weird. This is this is not funny. It's not a fun (laughs) question. My hair is absolutely amazing. If I lose my hair, it would cause mass people like depression. (laughs) So so if you lost your hair and and Scott grew his hair, I just have to turn off the video portion of this Google Hangout because I couldn't take it. There's no way. So I can't wait, even imagine. I lost my hair and it grew on Scott. That'd be well. I mean, Scott would probably, be, you know, digging the hair. And now yeah. we have our second Photoshop job of the night. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know what's going on. That's a good question, Waz. Clearly Ty's voice. Yeah, so here, if I lost my voice, if I lost my voice, here's the intro of the podcast. Welcome to the Bull Rush! (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah, so it's clearly Ty's voice. But in real life, it's my hair. I don't even think we'd have a show if we, we if we opened that way every week. We wouldn't have a show. You notice I was like... I was noticing I listen to um I listen to a podcast or two every week or forty, and most people have like an outro, peace out or adios or win big or something like that. Win big. Uh, <laughs> Steve, hit the button. Everybody everybody has like a, a way to say goodbye, and we just kind of we just schlub it together at the end. <laughs> Dicks out, folks. See you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we've got to come up. We got to come up with a. With a I mean, tank. we all say goodbye. It's not like the show just ends. I mean, come on. No, we, no, no, it ends. It ends well. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying we don't have like a memorable we have like a tagline. Catch, we don't like, have a catchphrase or anything. Yeah. We need one of those. Scott, come up with something. Come yeah, we got to come up with something. Should we all have right one? Now? No. Should we? Should we all have one or just one for the show? It's homework for next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we all say one, how hokey is that? Thirty-nine episodes yeah, right. in, we we start our catchphrases. Right, <laughs> it happens. Okay, so back to the show. Uh, Mark Ingram or Dante Moncrief. Now let me give some background on this. I need who is this by? Who is this? This is from Patrick, which is at Ravage FF. So in the Kadoosh League, I traded away DGB straight up for Moncrief. I got Moncrief. Then I traded Moncrief for Mark Ingram and a second-round pick, which, as I always remind him, I used to get Julio in a deal. So he always says Ingram or Moncrief. So I want to hear your guys' response to this. Uh, Moncrief. Dynasty. Yes, Dynasty Moncrief, yeah. Definitely Moncrief. Definitely, definitely Moncrief. Unless, I mean, the only chance it's not Moncrief is if you're loaded at wide receiver and it's a win-now team and you need a running back. But outside of that extremely specific situation, (laughs) Moncrief. Okay, so you guys just gave Patrick all the ammo he wanted to uh, play back at me. So. Actually, no, Ty, you gave Patrick all the oh, ammo. Oh, don't you blame me for this. Don't you blame me. This is your bed. You sleep in it. You're the one who traded Moncrief. What are you, my mother? All right, so can you please talk about auction draft strategies? Uh, Listen well, to the last episode. Yep, yep. First yeah. uh, five or ten minutes of episode 38, we did that. Is that um, all we did? Point. Five or ten minutes? Well, that's when it started. Oh, yeah. okay. That was by Three Can Thready. He's uh, an SFB four eighty. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yep. Do you know everybody's name. handle, Scott, and SFB four eighty? Do you like recognize all handle? These no, no. But uh, like, if you gave me the name of a fan or a person, I'd say I'd hit about ninety eight percent of the time. Wow. I'd be like, oh yeah, he's an SFB. That's fantastic. I forget everybody. Well, that's crazy. But there's people at work. I have no idea. Like, uh, what's this guy's name? What's... I work with him for 10 years, too. I'm like, hey, what's up, bud? What's up, pal? <laughs> hey, hey, bud. <laughs> hey, pal. We can go quickly. Uh, yeah, listen to episode 38. PPR, <laughs> three yards per carry, 12 team. Without knowing anything else, uh, don't spend a lot on quarterbacks. I don't exactly. ever spend more than 30% on my, my budget on any player. I just don't. Get your guys. <laughs> when, exactly. when I see 0.3 yards per carry... or. Uh... Yards yeah. per carry, yeah. Yeah, it's, yards per carry. You're, you're going to want running backs. <laughs> exactly. Load up running backs. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, go to DLF, 
check out the Ghosts Fads article. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it'll it'll guide you in the right direction for auction. Yeah, but load up on running backs. And yeah. running backs. Yes, load up on running backs. Five percent of your budget towards quarterbacks. Five percent towards tight ends. Everything else towards uh, running backs and uh, wide receivers. There you go. All right. So, is there a sweet spot of drunk where you are aggressive with sending trade proposals, but not stupid? This is from at Van Burf. Uh, any any point of drunk, I become just stupid with trade offers. Yes. If there is a sweet spot, I haven't found it yet. When I get drunk, I get like overly nice in trade offers or overly generous. I don't care. Just take all this. <laughs> yeah, a, lo- a lot of winky faces in those, right? <laughs> I am positive. Yeah, I would say if I'm uh, drinking and I start sending out trade proposals, I- I'm not sure where the line is really, where it's where they go stupid. Yeah, but you don't I get, get you don't get I get really... fleeced every time I'm drunk. So <laughs> the the people listening probably don't know this. Ty doesn't really get drunk. No, unless it's on the shot cast in which I get hammered and and almost hammered. Yeah, Ty's been hammered like twice in the last decade. Yeah, I'm a very social drinker. I'll drink, you know, I'll drink a couple beers at night. If we go out, I'll drink a few beers. But I'm the same. I can't tell you last time I was really, really drunk. Is this an intervention right now? You guys are trying to do this right now? (laughs) We don't have to. I've been drunk. um, What last Friday and Saturday? I'm going to get drunk tomorrow and Saturday. <laughs> That's why I'm not drinking now. See, bad, bad things happen when you drink. Josh Dockerson ends up in a walking boot. Right. And I trade away the 102 for a first and a second round next next year to Nathan Powell because I was wrecked. Because you were wrecked. But the 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 thing was, uh, the, the disclaimer was he had to take Treadwell. So I really won that, that deal because yeah. Treadwell sucks in Minnesota. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm piss off Scott. And okay. Treadwell, you know, I don't I don't think he's gonna be that great. He's, he's gonna have five gonna touchdowns. Be, he's just gonna be way better than Doxon. You may be right. <laughs> you or may I may be, be crazy, right? <laughs> it just may be loon. Are we gonna do that? Yeah, no, just... <laughs> Turn out Turn off the light! <laughs> No, oh, no, don't try to save me. <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop now. Before we... Oh, boy. Scott, okay. you just told me you don't drink. Okay. <laughs> I got my so... water here. Yeah. So am I. <laughs> this one, when I saw it come across, first off, it's from Nathan Powell, at NPowellFF. Where is the weirdest place you've made a dynasty trade? Okay, when this when I saw this when this when he tweeted this, I knew immediately, and I almost wanted to tell him right there on Twitter. I was the Mall of America on the Blues Clues ride, riding up and down <laughs> with my son, and I'm sitting there on the phone, <laughs> making a trade, just in the little Blues Clues, you know, blue car <laughs> going up and down <laughs> in the little ride, the little kitty ride. Well, that's not as degenerate as mine was. My wife was in labor with our daughter. And no. we're waiting for the epidural to kick in. And <laughs> our startup draft was going on, and I'm the commish as well. Um, and I made a trade. Really? In my, in my wife's, in, in the labor room, before wow. my daughter was born, I was sitting there, I'm going, and after I made the trade, uh, like Carp57, at Carp57, texted me, he goes, you fucking animal, you're waiting for your daughter to be born, <laughs> and you traded J.J. Watt for Gronk? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys kill me with yours. Uh, yeah, I, was just I have say, a problem. Yeah. Mine's just the toilet. <laughs> so, 
That's it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's happened so many times. Come on, bud. Wow. I, what percentage of people listening have never made one from their trailer? It's got to be small. I got to say most people do that, right? Take a loser letter if you've made a trade from the toilet. Everyone's oh, right. everybody. So what's the best sage advice for someone fairly new to auction draft to approach a startup versus sharks? This is at FF underscore HEP. Ooh, mm. Alan Hepworth. That's tough. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have your tears. Pray. And pray. <laughs> No, it, dep- I, it all depends. I would uh, I would say that don't overreact because you're going to get price checked. People are going to be out enforcing, I'm sure, with some sharks. They're not going to let you get a deal. Maybe you might think you could slide through. I think that's uh, that's what I've found. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. I'm telling everybody go read Fads F A D S the worksheet by the Ghost. He he breaks it down. This podcast can be forever. Try to have a plan. Stick to it. Don't be afraid to be flexible and change it up a little bit. And that's about it. You have to pay for your players. You know, there are a lot of people that price enforce. I, w- I would recommend not price enforcing, especially if you're new to auctions. Yeah. I generally recommend against it anyway. I stopped well, just, just for me, I, I will not make a bid unless I'm, I'm okay living with it. But if you're new to auctions and you don't know the people you're playing against, oof. I would I would avoid that. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's people that actually if you price and force and a shark sees you do that often, yep. they might stick you with a player that mm-hmm. they don't even want just to you to waste a roster spot on. I've seen that happen as well. People have actually like put a mediocre player, let's say like a Teddy Bridgewater, you know? Let's put a <laughs> mediocre player out there that has some hype that they don't want on their team, but they know you're going to price and force. And then they'll let you price and force, and then you're stuck with that player. Right, you got so, it. So I would say if this is your, if you're new to, to auction, don't price and force, but don't be surprised when they price and force you. It make okay. any sense? I hope that made sense. Yeah, no, no, it definitely does. <laughs> All yeah. right, so thoughts on forgotten second-year wide receivers like Chris Conley, Justin nah. Hardy, nah. Nelson Aguilar, nah. Jamison Crowder, mm. like mm-hmm. Devin Smith. Nah. This is from oh, no. at five nineteen nineteen. A whole lot of meh. And kind <laughs> of, I, kind, I kind of like Crowder. Hardy's got a little bit of appeal. Aguilar, I guess. Devin Smith, Chris Conley. I, I know that people like like their Chris Conley, but well, he blew up the combine. He won the combine, right? He won the uh, the shorts Olympics. Now, out of the group, I want I want Crowder, then Aguilar, then Conley, then Hardy, then Smith. That's how, if we're ranking them. That's that's yeah. how I want them. How did you rank them? Uh, Crowder, Aguilar, uh, Conley, Hardy, and then Devin Smith. Mm. Yeah, okay. see, Aguilar is top of that list for me because I think Crowder, though I do like him, I, I don't necessarily think he's going to have much of an impact this season. Mm. Right. I think his role is pretty defined as a slot guy in a pretty high high octane offense. Yeah, but I mean, really, like until <sighs> Djax went down last year. He didn't. I mean, maybe it was just because he was a rookie, but maybe he just didn't have much of a, a shot before that. Yeah. I just think well, Aguilar is, you know, he's got the best opportunity. Right. Well, it, maybe it's just because Crowder is just so much better than Doxon in there that I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next year when it is Crowder and Garcon after they re-sign Garcon, <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> this is just a horrible, horrible take. No. <laughs> I think for me it's it's actually probably Crowder and then Aguilar and Hardy and then yeah. I just like I said I just don't have much for Conley or Devin. Okay. Yeah. 
So the final question we have here is, when you see a site's projection on a player that's much different than yours, how do you adjust or do you? And this is from at Moose on a Hill. Um, I don't think I do. You don't? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I guess I. The only time I adjust my my I guess projections or my rankings is if I'm sp- when when I speak to other other analysts. I mean, or like you guys or people on Twitter. But like if I see a, just a projections on a, on a website, I'm like, all right, this guy has so and so higher than this guy. So what? But yeah. if I if I read an article and they're giving me, you know, they're breaking it down why they like you know, whoever, and they might change my mind. I'm like, all right, you know, I didn't see that point of view or that's a good, that's some good stats or metrics right there. So that's when I would adjust my projections. But just because I see a list of rankings, it doesn't affect my overall view. I think I'm with Frank. I I don't think just seeing a site's projections, it doesn't really change the way I think too much, I, I don't think. My, my, my rankings change in my head. Like uh, They flip a little, mm-hmm. tweak a little mm-hmm. here and there cons- just constantly. Yeah. You know, with all the podcasts and I, I listen to and all the things I read, just my rankings are just a constantly evolving, changing thing. So it's, it's tough to nail down that, you know, one projection did anything. But if I see several people that I respect moving up on someone at I'll, I'll think a little bit more on that, and I'll listen to their points or read their points. I can't say that looking at one set of rankings or one projection is going to do really anything to me. Yeah, I think that's probably the way a lot of people are. Like you have, we everybody has their takes on different players or their own feel for them. And unless you read like a really well laid out article or somebody has good points, like like you guys were saying, like where it makes you just think. Like if nothing else, seeing projections or rankings. It just kind of makes me like, am I missing something here? Like like with Spencer Ware, okay, I'll just bring up these guys up right now. Spencer Ware, people, and I think you guys too, think he is the guy to own in that, you know, other than Jamal Charles, not Charkandrick West. Right. And I, like to me, I'm a Charkandrick West believer. I think he's the guy to own, which that it kind of makes me, it's not changing my mind seeing people talk about Spencer Ware positively or thinking that he's the guy. It's just the point of, well, I'm going to ride with Charkandrick West and... Get him cheaper. <laughs> well, right, it, but if he sucks, it's kind of like I'm just going down on that ship. You know, it's right. not, I'm not flip-flopping on it. I think one yeah. thing that rankings and projections... Like, if, if people start getting high on someone that I was already high on, I just get annoyed. Not because everyone else jumped <laughs> on the boat, but because he costs me more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> I get annoyed. I hate these people. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, no, that's uh, exactly. So that, that should have definitely answered those questions. Can well, you, all the questions. That bidding war I got in for Tyler Lockett in that startup auction this summer, can you imagine what it would have been now? No. Oh, no, boy. Everybody would have been involved. Yeah. Yeah, there are only two of us fighting for him, too. At this Is this group. Capitol Hill? Uh, ca- ca- Capitol Pigs? Pigs. Yeah, there are only two of us fighting for him, or two or three, maybe. And now it would be like everybody. Yeah, that's brought to you by Matt Harmon. Okay, well, that's all the questions we have to answer right now. If you if you want us to answer anything, hit us up at the hashtag TBRPod, or you can you know do use the hashtag and at Bullrush Podcast. Uh, we'll also be tweeting out some stuff, asking for questions as we get closer to these shows. So be sure to follow Scott at ScottFish24, follow Frank at DynastyFrank, and follow me at TyNSTL. Do you guys have any sweet taglines to to exit the show with? Push the button, Ty.
right? Close that. <laughs> okay. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>